Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is The Authentic Pod with me and your boy, Mitch. Go ahead and say what's up to the people, Mitch. What up, Betty? We back, quarantine and chilling with the boys, Mitch Crowley, a.k.a. Big Mitch. But our special guest is my boy, Stephen Carmelandro. Steve, we met back in the Bahamas on a senior trip, kept in touch, loved the podcast, kept hitting me up about joining it. So, Steve, go ahead and introduce yourself. Glad to have you here today. Awesome, guys. Yes, so me and Mitch, as you mentioned, we met in the Bahamas on, I think it was a high school senior trip or something. I saw everything um, that him and Lorenzo were doing with this podcast and thought it was awesome. So I thought I'd ask to join in and uh, get after it with them. All right. All right, Steve, go ahead and tell tell people what you do. Um, You know, where where are you at right now? You're not in the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm actually on the East Coast. I'm in Massachusetts. Um, so grew up in like a middle-class family, played sports my whole life and everything. Um, ended up going to college at UMass. Um, after college, moved into my sales career. So I work at this company called Toast. We sell restaurant-specific software to all uh, small business, medium-sized business, and then like enterprise businesses um, throughout the United States. So that's where I'm at now, uh, just grinding away in the sales career. All right. I think uh, one of the things that intrigued us um, about your story is that personal development side and, and being authentic. Um, how, did you, how did you get into that? And uh, what was your kind of story uh, when you made that switch? You know, that's, that's a great question. So I think it just, so my whole life, um, playing sports and everything like I was always like working hard like in the backyard like shooting the cross balls shooting hockey pucks whatever it may be um so I was like always pretty good at sports like coming up and then moving into my career um I started off in sales um as like a business development rep so it's it's, uh basically setting up meetings for the closers to come into uh to give demos presentations things like that and actually earn the business um so coming into my career Um, it was pretty hard for me, honestly. Um, I just wasn't confident. I was trying to make phone calls and just didn't believe in myself at all. I don't know what it was from. I I just thought I was just pretty terrible at this job and I've had like thoughts. I was like, maybe this job isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't be in sales. And then something just clicked in my head. And it's like, it's not that you're bad at it. It's just that you're, it's like, you're not used to it. This Mm. is not something that's in your norms. Like, this is the first time you're actually stepping out of your comfort zone because you're not doing everything that um, everyone else does, like go to high school, go to college, like all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time where I was like actually challenged in my life. And so like the first month I was really questioning if this is where I should be in my career. Um, and then I just stopped and I was like, I can't just keep doing this. So I ended up picking, the, picking up this book, Fanatical Prospecting. And I think that's where it all changed. So that's, yeah, I think just getting into like reading and podcasts was just my biggest kind of change of mindset, which helped get to me, get me to where I am today. Awesome. That's, that's, sick. Man, that's what got my foundation sales like on a, on a, on a run to be successful too. So I feel you off that. Uh, that's, did anyone tell you anything or did anyone um like give you that inside of what you should be doing in like this new industry or is it just like something you just like realized on your own like 
I'm not, it's not that I'm bad. It's just like, I, you need to like find, find something that works for you. Right. Yeah. So I think it was just my own self-awareness It's something it just clicked in my head. I was just like, I need to do something about this if I want this to be my job or my career. So yeah, I just ended up doing a little research online, trying to find some podcasts and stumbled on um, Jeb Blunt fanatical prospecting. So Dude, that's sick. Um, did you have anything that in particular, uh, like a podcast or a book or something that um, kind of changed your life and made you really think about becoming self-aware and uh, being authentic to yourself? So, yeah, I think um, it was just like a whole slew of like either podcasts or books. Um, but I would say like the biggest ones for me um, were like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, Fanatical Prospecting and his book Objections, Jeb Blunt, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, what else is there? Um, Never Split the Difference was another one. And then some of the podcasts I liked, uh, we had Sales Gravy from Jeb Blunt. Um, what, what's the other one? Uh, I forget the other one by Jeb, but it's another good one. Uh, and then we got... Um, the school of greatness. Um, I, that's by, uh, that's like all about mindset and everything. It's by a guy named Lewis. He was a professional athlete. So it's really just about, um, just getting that mindset right before you try and try doing something. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, what would you say was, uh, like one of the best advice pieces you've ever received that helped you, you know, move yourself forward in your career? Oh yeah. So that's a good one. So I think the biggest thing that someone told me was like, it's okay. Like not to know um, like what the next step is or like what's going on. If you have questions about something, I think that's when you learn the most is just getting out of your comfort zone. Because if you're continuing to do the same thing, you're not going to be like afraid of anything and you're not going to be learning anything because you're continually to do that same job every single day. So once you get to a point, it's like in jobs, um, once you get to a point where you're absolutely crushing it, you're going to get a promotion because you've hit all the tasks that you can do and like the company needs you to like take on some other ones. Wow. That's good. Uh, I know Mitch, Mitch, have you received uh anything like that, like, you know, having to step out of your comfort zone and like really try to put yourself out there. Cause that's not, that's not easy. Definitely not. So the thing with me was I was a finance major, um, but I knew I wanted to go into sales, but what happened with me was I skipped um, the, uh, you know, business development rep and went straight to an AE. So it was kind of terrible for the first six months because Realistically, coming out of college with no sales experience, Steve did it right, and my other friends did it right. You sit there and you're basically, you know, building that foundation on learning how to set your day, be organized, be efficient. You know, making you know 100 plus calls a day and setting those meetings. And then you know, once you get that foundation, then you move on to an AE. So it's kind of like you know the the correct path. But realistically, you know, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to go out there and generate uh, my own business, build my own relationships and start my territory up from scratch. And, you know, same concept with him. I was falling on my face, failing day in day out. And I got to the point was like, you know what? I need some structure. I need some, you know, motivation, some resources to really 
truly allow me to be the best I can. And that's when I did fanatical prospecting as well, which got my sales foundation on activities, calling and drops in order. And then on the motivational side of, you know, the first 20 minutes of my day, Les Brown says that the first 20 minutes is where your brain's at the highest capacity of functioning. So I always start out with um, a podcast on my way to work, which kind of feeds my mind to mentally prepare yourself for the rest of the day. So that first 20 minutes, take advantage of it, feed yourself with motivation and podcasts, and it really fuels yourself to be successful. And it sets that, you know, mindset for the rest of the day. But once I had a structure and I knew who I was calling, I knew who I was going to be dropping by. I knew what meetings I had. It allowed me to be less stressful and perform in a much more efficient way as possible. So that's what I kind of got out of it as well. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Steve, is there any like routine or, or habits like you put forth that made you successful later on? Yeah. So I honestly think, um, well, you guys probably think the same, but it's pretty similar. Like you just got to figure out what's going to work specifically for your interests and like your job. And then just like things that you can do to get away from that, like revive and recharge the batteries. So I think exactly setting that routine, having that uh, formula, I would say mine is basically I wake up every morning. I like to get active. I like to get my heart going. So I either do like an ab workout or I go for a run. And then I did pick up some rollerblades too uh, with COVID going on <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been rollerblading around, uh, just getting probably like a mile in uh, before I even start my day, make breakfast, shower, and then uh, I prepare like what calls I'm going to make for the day, go through that, lunch. Um, I'll go for a walk at lunch. So it gives yeah. me that like to split up the day. So I do that. And then um, obviously make calls, set meetings for the rest of the day. And then um, I'm basically um, finishing up for the day and getting ready for dinner. Maybe hit a gym session later on um, just to close it up and then uh, watch a TV show or two. And then I usually do either some reading or a podcast before bed to to finish off the, the day and into the night to get me ready to go for the next day. Yeah. I think we talked about this earlier. Uh, I mean, our last podcast, we talked about journaling and how we you thought it was important to us. It was funny cause we were talking with Steve and he, he was, he was kind of journaling or setting goals down and he didn't even know what he was doing. He, he did it. He was, uh, uh, so go ahead. Tell, tell him a little bit about what we were talking about. Yeah, he had no idea. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say is Steve, you guys agree with this. Like, when you get so into routine and there's a couple of days where you don't do it, you kind of get guilty about it and you beat yourself up about it because you treat it like a religion too. Don't you agree with that as well? So if I forget to do one of my rituals, I kind of go, damn, I, I kind of beat myself up and get back on track too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And Lorenzo, were you just, I think you just hit me with a question. I think I didn't even get to answer that. Oh, no, no, you're good. Uh, the, the, you said you you were writing we were talking about this earlier and you wrote some goals down um and like we we're talking me and mitch was like hey, you heard journaling you didn't even know that you were journaling because yeah. you <laughs> so is that something part of your routine that you do is write some goals down for the year do you write your goals down for the day or how does that look like yeah so i'll tell you guys um a little bit about what i was doing journaling when i didn't even know i was doing it and I'll tell you what I'm doing now that I know that I was basically journaling. So uh, beforehand, um, when I had absolutely no idea I was doing this, I was writing down a list of prospects that I wanted to set meetings for 
or um, add them to my like my portfolio portfolio of business. So I would write all those down and then like months later I'd be checking them off and didn't even realize I was doing it. And I would also have like little quotes written like um, that I, I just believe in right in front of my desk. So every single day, like if I get off a cold call, it doesn't go the best. I just read it just to kind of put my mindset back into the game. So one of those quotes is, uh, what is it? Persistence is the fuel of winners is the goal and tenacity that keeps you going in spite of self-doubt, failure and setbacks. So that wow. was just something I would read every single day. And um, it just started to move into my mindset. Dang. And then the second part to that, like after reading a little bit and learning about like you need to make these goals a reality, I'm starting to about two weeks ago, I started journaling. So right before bed, I write down all my goals or the goals I already have written down and give them a read and then uh, read them out in the morning right when I jump out of bed. Awesome. Mm. That's good. That's sick, man. Uh, I know sales involves a lot of, um, uh, you know, putting yourself out there and like getting hit with rejection. And we talked about this a little oh, bit yeah. the other day. <laughs> um, how do you, and then that quote was, it, it talked a little bit about um, setbacks and stuff like that. So how would, how do you deal with that? How do you deal? Uh, and I know Mitch can speak to this too. Like, how do you deal with the rejection or that the, if you get a setback, how do you move forward from that? Um, for me. So one thing I do too is every single call I make, I make a tally so I can just see my activity like written out for the day. Um, but for the rejection, it's just reading something that's going to change my mindset to something positive. Um, so that'll just, push me on to the next call kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, I can speak to it too. When you start out um, in sales, you don't realize that like, uh, you know, rejection's a part of the job, right? But you know, the more calls you get, the more experience you get, you, you understand that it comes with the job. So my whole thing is when I first started out, I would make a T-chart of every single objection that I've heard. Mm. So I've got a list of like eight to 10 that are specific to my industry. So I came to the point where I knew there's about 10 solid ones. And you know, at the end of the day, of every new rejection, I would make a, an answer, rebuttal to it. So it got to the point where I was efficient enough to be able to handle rejection and, and have enough, uh, you know, leeway to come back with a, um, uh, an answer to that. But like you said, I mean, when you get off that call, I mean, it can ruin your day and you can let it ruin your day. But if you just understand that it's a part of the process, you need to trust it. And every call, whether it's failed or good, you're going to get better. So you just got to put that mindset as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Like it's funny. You have to fail in order to get better. It's, it's, it's like, it's like an oxymoron. It's like you, you have to do, you have to keep going. I always told people when I was, you know, sales managing is like, you have to get, you have to shoot for a hundred no's before you get that one. Yes. But when you get that, yes, man, it feels so good. When you get that sales call and you, you're like, Oh, now, you know, you're in your wheelhouse, you That's know, and then you can keep going. Like uh, Jeb Blunt said, it, there's no silver bullet, right? <laughs> exactly like oh yeah it's just no it's it's a process you gotta trust it and That's it's so like good. So, oh go ahead sorry. Uh, oh i was just gonna add in there like sometimes it's not even like a real no it's just like a brush off response so like when you go into a store and you're looking for a new pair of jeans and someone comes up to you and they're like hey do you need help finding something you're like nope i'm good yeah but <laughs> they didn't even take time to process it so <laughs> really all about that persistence trying to set that meeting yeah, I mean, because realistically, I don't know if you can talk about this, Steve, but I mean, I've gotten my biggest deals on larger scale sales, probably 12 touches at least. And at just, least, yeah. you know, they might be going some stuff in their personal life, 
or it's just not in their buying window. If you continue to follow up, stuff will happen. Yeah, and people respect the persistence. I mean, they might find it annoying at some point, but then on that 13th or 15th call that you finally set the appointment, they're like, wow, like you've been working. That guy, Steve, you know, he's called me 20 times. I need his product. I'll reach out to him. <laughs> I'll at least have a 15-minute conversation with him. He's been working his balls off, so. Yeah. You you're, top you're top of mind. Right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I was going to say, top of mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fast environment, you know, especially – Silicon Valley or even out there for you you got to stay persistent on following up and that's key I'd agree Dude, that's that's awesome um all right so let's say Steve um I'm a young college student right out of college I'm hyped up I'm ready to go uh, I'm not sure yet what sales is um what is the what is a good piece of advice you would give to me or someone like that you know mm-hmm. may, might be listening yeah, I would say the biggest thing is just convince yourself that you can do it before you let those negative thoughts get into your head. Have the confidence to do it. Step out of your comfort zone. I think we chatted about it a little bit too. Like sales is um, sales is just like a numbers game. If you put in the activity, like the meetings will come and you're going to get better. Um, another quote, uh, I guess I can get a little wordy with these quotes sometimes, but it's uh, – <laughs> Everyone loves the golf, the game of golf. So Arnold Palmer, uh, I forget his quote. It's oh, it's um, the more I practice, the luckier I get. So it's like, the more you do something, you're gonna get good at it. Like, yeah, that's awesome. I love that quote. The more you practice, I love how you said I have to convince myself into doing it because a lot of the times it is. And it's not even just with sales, it's with like everything in your life. Like I have to convince myself to work out. I have to convince <laughs> myself to eat healthier. I have to convince myself, you know, to journal, to write things down. And I think that that has to goes in every area of your life. So I mean, one, like one perspective is like, is this going to make me better? Right. Is this going to mm-hmm. allow me to grow? Is one thing I look at is kind of the bottom line. Exactly. Yeah. And whatever you put into your head, like those thoughts are going to travel. Like if you tell yourself you're starving, you're going to want to eat the snack cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> the worse it gets too. That's yeah. a whole podcast, procrastination. <laughs> oh man, definitely. I could talk, I could talk about things for, for procrastination. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. Is there anything else you want to add uh, before we, we head off here? I don't where, know. Uh, where can I people mean, find I, you? I feel like I've let out a, a lot, but no, I just feel like, you, it's just all about changing that mindset before you let those negative thoughts get into your head you just got to tell yourself you can do it and then you can accomplish anything honestly I mean it sounds kind of cliche but that's what I'm finding out whatever you put in your head it's going to show up me and Lorenzo came across and realized that we listen to these people and like simplicity is success right the more simple the easier the better off you are exactly yeah. one thing I wanted to touch on is that we talk about morning routine Steve you said it before we got on this call is you know, you start your day out right, right, having a self-reflection of your day and understanding that you live in the presence and that you're going to have a good day and that everything will work out for the best too. So that first like hour of the day is huge to kind of get your mindset. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to be authentic with you guys and it might be a little, it's, 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 it's not easy for me to say this, but I just started doing some yoga stretches every morning just bought a yoga mat <laughs> I, flip on, I put on that youtube and i am bro yoga is no joke man i'm out here 
I'm out here sweating <laughs> in the first hour of the morning, just like it's all like core workouts and it's like, man, it's so good though. Like, and then it gets you in that mindset, like gets your heart beating, like you said. Um, and then you get to, you know, start your day, make some coffee. Um, and then, yeah, you got some, you start reflecting on, on your day and everything going on. So I think that's, it's, it's pretty good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Way, so whatever it is. Whatever works for you, right? Find your, find, uh, find something that works for you. That's, uh, the message of the day. Where can all these ladies slide through DMs? Oh yeah, they can get me on LinkedIn, Steven Camerlingo, or they can go on the Insta DM. So it's, it's just Steve Camerlingo. Pretty easy. Once you can spell that last name, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, Camerlingo. <laughs> it's a it's a tough one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, follow us also on Authentic Pod on Facebook and um, on IG, and and also we'll we'll be posting to our LinkedIn as well uh it was it was good chatting with you steve uh hopefully we can get you back on again and we can talk about procrastination or some other things you might want to talk about yeah thanks for having me guys that was awesome all right guys peace out bye